real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Welcome back everyone to a sick version of real news. And by sick I mean that I'm not going to be talking much because I have some sort of disease. I'm sounding a lot like Hillary today. Uh, this is why you don't hang around the, the shady parts of town. You I don't. Diseases. You don't chew the, the bubble gum you find on the seats. <laughs> I don't even chew gum. Um, well, that's a good thing. Well, maybe it'll, maybe it'll prevent you, you know, get your immune system up to it. You have to go and chew that. So you're saying I should chew gum? Well, yeah, but not right now. But, like, when you were a kid, you should have, like, you should have done some experimentation. You should have chewed some of that bubble gum from the bottom of the seat. <laughs> got to do it. You got to do it at least once. Like, when I was, like, a little baby, I, I, apparently I did that. Apparently? Like, once. Like once and then, like, I, I got taken to the, to the hospital. So I was like, oh, no, you could have, like, herpes or something or AIDS. And no, I was fine. I was just a, a dumb little kid. Yeah, I, I, I can believe that. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, so we have three major topics we're going to talk about because the first one's the one everybody's been talking about. It's been dominating the news cycle. It's uh, Kavanaugh, the Cav boy, has been uh, doing his testimony in the Senate and so has the accuser, the first accuser, Ford. And basically, after all those six hours, nothing new came out of it, no new information. The only thing we kind of learned was that Ford took a polygraph the day after her, I think, grandmother, not mother, uh, funeral. So it's a very invalid test because you're in a high stress emotional level that it's going to skewer with the test. But if you haven't yet, look up Lindsey Graham's little spiel that he did at the testimony. That was pretty, as, as someone that hates Lindsey Graham, that was pretty awesome seeing his his fire and fury and his passion yeah, he, he come out. He went all hellfire and brimstone on him. He was just like bada bing, bada boom. He, you know, <laughs> he shot with both barrels that time. He's usually just a chill little, you know, cuck. Yeah, pretty much. You know, just yeah, he's a neocon. Freak. He's like John. He was John McCain's like boyfriend for the longest time. Oh wait, that's a homophobic joke now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, See, like, I don't make those jokes. Well, yeah, but, I don't well, like people you, on the left. Did, but the left, you know, they said that, and that's okay for them to say that. But, yeah, you know, this is a double standard. Or else they'd have no standards. Yeah, I can't all. say that apparently. But um, with with John McCain, like I guess once he died, it was like. It was like the curse or something of John McCain. It was like a magic spell. What? And like when he like died, you know, it just like ended. It's it's like some like crazy movie plot. Like they should go and make this into a movie. Like this whole like this whole like Congress things. It, it really is like the whole like Trump whole presidency. This is like oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be, like a movie. be sequels. This is gonna be like Star Wars. This is, is Mr. Trump was sexing me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he actually did text yeah, me. He, so I mean, my offense a little bit slow. Yeah, Androids are slower. It. I think I dropped it a few too many. No, times. I think it's because the Androids are just slower. No, I think I dropped it. Uh huh. Fake but, news. But anyways, yeah. So basically, what's going on with this whole thing is like it's just been a smear campaign. She took some polygraph tests. There's a reason why they're not used in testimonies. You can like manipulate them. There's people who know how to do that. And, like, to my knowledge, this wasn't, like, an FBI polygraph test. This was no. just, like, some polygraph tests. And even then, like, if we didn't need to go, if we could just polygraph people and know 100% they're right, then we wouldn't have a need for, like, you know, these millions and billions of dollars worth of legal systems and mm. apparatuses. We would just have polygraph tests and, like, mind-reading technology. But right. Mr. Musk hasn't come out with that yet. So, like... Yeah, but he will soon. Oh, that's something we're going to talk about later. But... Um, it, I want to also say that if anybody hasn't seen Kavanaugh's testimony, because I think a lot of people saw Ford's, and they based their opinions off of that because Cavs came later, his testimony was gripping. I remember I was like, 
doing stuff because I was I had to go to class and do a bunch of stuff. So I'm listening to it while I'm doing it. It felt like one of those like monologues in a movie that like when a lot like a you know like where that like where somebody will be speaking and events will start unfolding and they'll be cutting back, but the monologues like a narration over like a montage. That's what it felt like. And at the part where he started, <coughs> sorry, you can hear a lot of me coughing. It's like a movie. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Especially the, I mean, the whole Trump campaign, I'm surprised hasn't been turned to a movie yet, but this will be a movie. Um, like the Clarence Thomas movie that came out recently. Because they're doing similar but worse things with Kavanaugh. But seeing him um, cry multiple times, like, made me stop and watch it. But what really made me stop, like, literally just the world stopped, was when he said that line about um, the sale or something. Like, we've blown the wind of accusation. I'll look up the quote, but it was like, it was a powerful quote, powerful testimony. And of course, the left says he's unhinged. He doesn't have good temperament. I'm like, well, what? How the hell? Hulk. Hulk. What is it? I forgot. I can curse right now, but I was stopping myself like well, mid curse. I mean, honestly, like you don't need to get use language. You ever see the episode of SpongeBob where they start, oh. they do the dolphins speak? That's that's kind of realistic. The left would like to go and use a lot of foul language. You know, leftists. Trump uses foul language. Well, Trump's you know he's Trump. He used to be a leftist, so it's residual. <laughs> is it? Any anyway, anyway, before we get boggled down in my language, um. Because oh, I lost my train of thought, which is what I was afraid was going to happen. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. They were saying, like, Kavanaugh's temperament was bad and all these things. Like, he's not fit to be a Supreme Court justice. I was like, well, how the heck else are you going to act when your life has been ruined? Your family's life has been ruined by accusations. Your whole life has been ruined. Your name and your reputation have been totally ruined. Your whole family's been ruined over this. How Are you, you going to just be, like, coming up all smiley and happy to the testimony? Well, these people, they're just like these uh, toilet goblins they're just like, going on the bottom of the floor and they're just like finding every little thing, just like slurping up. They're like the um, the, 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 the street cleaners. They just go and find out all the little dirt. They just keep dusting it all up. <laughs> they, they don't have any, they don't believe in any of this stuff. They don't care if it was happening on their side, they'd go and say the same things. If it was happening to them, and I think that's important, like what we should go and do, if they want to pull this game, we should go and start playing them to the same standard. Like, Cory Booker was flipping out at Kavanaugh, but he was an admitted groper. He bragged about uh, yeah. about groping a, a woman. He was a sexual assaulter. He's, you know, that, that's kind of like a predatory behavior. And he's a senator, so why can't we go and start looking at them if they want to go and play these games? Like, there's 268, like, um, <coughs> like with the sex, like, uh, like with, where they settled with a sexual assault with, like, victims, like, out of uh, Congress. Mm, so you know some yeah, they're covering it up they're, they're, they're some of them are democrats they don't care about that they care mm -hmm. about like they they care about like sticking to trump and by attacking this man's life and and i mean i i give a lot of credit to kavanaugh because the first thing i would do is i'd go and start taking um miss ford or mrs ford i don't know i'd go and start suing her for defamation um you know character assassination slander libel yeah and for like violating, uh, you know, committing felonies for outright lying in front of Congress. And I think that for him not to go and do that, that shows that he's got a lot of um, control. Yeah, he's got a lot of control. That's a pretty good temperament because I know I'd be like going right after her. I'd go and start looking to her past and I'd go and start bringing that up. But he's a, you know, some people, he's, he's used to this, he's used to this like media circus and being in a court of law. He was there when Bill Clinton was getting impeached and they were trying to dig up things on him and you know so they mm. didn't bring any of the sexual assault allegations up back then which would have been closer to the time like you know this is 35 years later 
And like I've said before, like the IRS says he can expect you to have records from 35 years ago, but this man is so well put together that from his high school years, he's had calendars and that sort of information input. Like, who does that? And he's got people to corroborate with him. He's got, like, I think he had a bus. Like, they had, like, some bus tour he was mentioning. Oh, and really? um, he has, like, uh, some sort of, like, that was actually a thing that happened. Like, I wouldn't remember that. I can barely remember what I, like, ate for breakfast yesterday or the day before. <laughs> but, like, this guy's got the memory that's, like, really telling of a high IQ individual who's a perfect <laughs> candidate for uh, becoming on the Supreme Court. And then, like, just the whole, like, questions they were asking him. It's like... What does like FFFFFFF mean? Because like uh, Michael Avenetti, who's a uh, he's a scumbag, professional scumbag, and um, mm-hmm. you know porn star lawyer. That's what his claim to fame is. Creepy he was, porn lawyer. He was known for, um, I believe. I don't know if this was actually true. I heard there's a rumor that like some people on 4chan decided to go and troll Michael Avenetti and like tell him that FFFFF stand for like finger fist um, fornicate. Uh, <laughs> And then some other sexual things, but like it was based on, according to the like the testimony, it sounds realistic. Like one of uh, Kavanaugh's buddies, when he used to go and say the f word, he had a like a stutter. Yeah. Like a <laughs> beep, you know. Yeah, that was a joke. And he, <laughs> and he said a lot too. Then like they were questioning about like what does biff mean? It was like a term for a fart. <laughs> and like it's just stupid things like that. Then like. Well, this is like. The crap we write in our yearbooks in high school, you know, it's like inside jokes. It's not sexual stuff, like in terms of like sexual assault. It's just us just shit talking and you know putting well, a bunch of jokes would, in there. Yeah, like who go and like allow like I know at least my school they want not you be like you know this is the skank of the seventh grade or whatever. <laughs> they want like let you go and put like this girl's uh, <laughs> she's a sex she's a she's a sex girl she's a prostitute. They want like let you just go say that she's a slutty girl. Well, yeah, I mean in the typing section, obviously you couldn't do that. But like when we like sign your books, we put funny stuff like that. Yeah, like I remember my one friend, you know, wrote like a very heartfelt message, like "Oh, I miss you," and then she makes some jokes in it, some inside jokes about, um, you know, like oh, "I'm gonna do a psych exam on you one day." It's not because I was crazy; it's a joke. That's what people did. They did jokes. Okay, I, I probably <laughs> do, but I digress. We will. We won't talk about that. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, stemming over we're here. Some we're having some issues. Like I can't vape right now. We've been <laughs> we've been like locked into the um, is that why abyss. you're <laughs> Locked into the abyss. Now there's a little red doohickeys keep popping. Oh up. yeah, that's when it um. That's the meter when it peaks. I think you're being a little bit. You got I'm being loud and being too high loud. energy. <laughs> too high energy. Yeah, it must be my um my. I need. I do need a psych test then. But anyway, I the quote be. I was mentioning that Kavanaugh said that literally made the whole world stop for me. It made me pull out my phone and watch. It was when he said, "You sowed the wind for decades to come. I fear the whole country will reap in the whirlwind." Fucking hell, that's a line. Yeah, he's he went and he did his like great laser eyes. Got the little meme, the little meme laser eyes in that image, and uh, this is an official turning point, like meme or no? This this was just on the slide for the meeting. I put it on there. People laughed and loved it. But there's a lot of spicy memes coming out from this. Like, can we all at least admit to that? Like, they did the one with uh, Christine Ford her hand up, and it's black and white, and it says "sacrifice everything, even if it means remembering nothing." Or whatever the oh, yeah. Nike ad goes. I know it's the one I was like, I'd like believe to... in something, even if it means uh, forgetting everything. That's it. 
So like I like to drink beer. I like to drink beer back then. I still do. Yeah. I forget how the whole quote goes. He did say it, yeah. But it was it was a pretty funny thing. But like this is just sad that and there and then the cuckold Republicans there like Jeff Flakey for another week, you know, little Jeff Flake and then Trump's kind of been like strong armed into like getting involved with this. Yeah. So like you give him like one week to go and do the FBI investigation, which they've already done investigations. Like these are not. He's been credible. vetted like six times. Like that girl has a lot of very disturbing histories associated with her that would lend me to believe that she may not be able to go. And she doesn't have very good memory. Like she's like this guy has a good memory. He can remember I'll like say. exact details from like thirty years ago. This, you know, for like Ford. I think she, she. There's something up with her. I don't trust her one bit. I think that she was getting all her like lawyers and stuff paid for by the Democratic uh, Party. <laughs> Which one? Oh, that's yeah. They have, oh, there's been another meme that's been coming out too. Well, what's this? This like bows the Bowsette. <laughs> the Bowsette. <laughs> Why is this distracted? Mo- oh no no no! You know it's oh, distracted yeah, it's me. Distracted <laughs> yeah. I usually look at Bowsette. Like I don't know why that's become such a big thing. Like I keep seeing these like memes on the internet. It's like this Bowsette person, and then they had this like uh, what was it this Momo, this Momo like cow thing. Like, I don't know what corners of the internet you're browsing because I don't see that. Oh, it's like on the, I think like the Chans, I guess. I don't know. It's like I'm on these weird Facebook groups, and then I keep seeing this and like Mr. Alex is in a lot of weird Facebook groups, people. And then they had like this other one with uh, the dude who made like Skyrim. And it's like oh. I was I was driving my go kart one day and then boom I hit a tree and now I'm I'm in the back of a of a carriage horse of a horse carriage and it's it's the beginning of Skyrim it's, and they're just like <laughs> making fun of Todd Howard and I don't know why this is coming up I mean but either way Kavanaugh that that's sad I mean we did a whole discussion and a video yeah, that's we did been, a whole video needs some more love means needs some more love in that video yeah it's called To Kill a Kavanaugh which is obviously a parody of To Kill a Mockingbird and if you've read the book you understand the context of that but it basically means um there the black man that Atticus Finch was defending had false rape accusations against him and it's <coughs> really just trying to spin it on the left which is that you know you guys love this book you know, you you love this book about anti-racism, anti-false allegations, but you guys are probably pushing a false allegation right now with the Kavanaugh thing. I mean, I, I literally think Kavanaugh probably, probably did nothing wrong. I think he did nothing wrong. Like, <laughs> I honestly, from what I've seen, there's been no evidence that's been put forward by the uh, prosecution or where they they don't they want to call it a trial but then not a trial like it is a trial because like the, I don't think that Maryland had statutes or limitations on this sort of thing so they're saying it's not a trial while also being a trial so if he admitted to like you know even if he actually did like if he let's say did actually commit the rape crime like he would be well, it wasn't even rape it was just like forcing himself on someone yeah but if he did do like some of the crimes that were mentioned he admitted to it like he would be sequentially oh, yeah. charged because of the statute's limitations so. They want to say it's not a trial, but in reality, it is a trial. It's because he's going to be giving a confession if he actually did these crimes. So I think it deserves to have the same burden of proof as a trial. Well, now something's come out. Because the reason I mentioned that, uh, saying it wasn't rape allegations, I was for four. But the other two, um, the third one that was alleging that he was, I don't know. Running a train on him? (laughs) Well, I don't know if she said he was, she implied he was participating in a gang rape. And he said, like, he gang raped. Uh, her and spiked her drink and yet this accuser the third accuser uh, information has come out that she has had lawsuits filed against her for making wait for it false rape 
accusations. Well, what she's been saying. Wow. I mean, literally, like, that's discrediting her so much. Well, okay. So, to me, if I was a girl in, you know, any time period and I hear that, oh, they have these parties over here and they're spiking drinks with drugs. And gang raping people. And they have gang rapes and people like to get trains run on them. And, like, that's not a party that I'd want to go to. Like, I don't know. It sounds pretty safe to me. What are you talking about? Let's go there 10 times like, until we get gang raped. Like, see, That's like, what happened to her. you know, you can go and look at, look at what's going on in Britain where they actually have like gang rapes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, people talk about like the media, the police might not report on it, but there'd be hundreds of people, like thousands who knew about this. And if this was really like a situation back then, there was like rape on a massive scale and like a very long time, you would be hearing about this, even if not by the police per se, there'd still be police reports. Well, there'd still be a lot of witnesses, a lot of people to back it up, but nobody's backing up her story. Yeah, they, Not a single person. Yeah, because I, I don't think there's really a story there, and I think this is the reason that we need statutes of limitations. But anyway, I think we did do cover most of the uh, information in that other video. So let's, let's get on to uh, round two. Kanye, Kanye. on as Saturday Night Liver Live. <laughs> liver Live. Liver Live. Let die. Well, if anybody doesn't, you know, I mean, this kind of just broke this morning because it obviously aired last night on Saturday night. Kanye went out. He was doing, like, these songs... Because Ariana Grande was supposed to be on SNL, but they replaced... She got out because of, like, emotional issues. So they replaced her with Kanye. He come, They knew it would be controversial, so they brought him on anyway, though. He did these songs, and he was doing it the whole time. He had uh, his Trump hat on, his MAGA hat, that he made his own version of. And right after the final song, he went on this rant, which SNL actually cut part of it out because of time, which is kind of a legitimate excuse, but I don't know. Uh, he basically, you can find bits and pieces of it on YouTube scouted about of the actual broadcast, and Chris Rock was there filming it, uh, laughing at Kanye, actually, because he thought he was silly. But Kanye was speaking the truth the whole time. He was talking about how backstage he was, quote, the... Uh, the SNL crew was, quote, bullying him. He said, they're bullying me. Uh, you know, they're trying to get me to take my hat off. That's what he was saying. Uh, you know, because they didn't want him to go out there with the MAGA hat. And the real quote that stood out to me was when he said, quote, the blacks weren't always Democrats. You know, it's like the plan they did to take the fathers out of the homes and put them on welfare. Does anybody know about that? That's a Democratic plan, end quote. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love what he's doing. But... The whole audience was pretty much booing him, except like a few people were like clapping and cheering him on. But, you know, he was talking about also how it's like it seems one side in L.A. and with the rappers and with music and actors. But, you know, he's trying to show that there is another side, that there's another part of this country that loves and supports Trump. And they happen to make up half the country. Oh, yeah. Like I've had issues with this before. Like you'll talk to a leftist on like Facebook or YouTube and they'll go and say, oh, like, it's not the left who are the problem. It's these, like, far-right trolls, and they're the ones <laughs> divine the country. And, like, the guy, I was being completely civil with them, like, saying that, you know, there are there are people out there. And I wasn't saying that I necessarily believed in these beliefs. But I was like, you know, there's people out there, on like, that don't believe in abortion, that don't believe in, um, like, they, they believe in traditional marriage and all this. And the guy was like, oh, you know, those people, they're all on the far right. Like, not really like that's pretty mainstream no. views like there's a lot of people who still believe a man and a woman should be the marriage people like yeah. you're not gonna have i mean that's become more of a harder line conservative thing like a lot more moderates are pretty open about that but 
Well, you're um, just saying that's an alt-right talking point. See, that's, that's the not thing. It's not alt-right. Like, th- like, see, here's like an alt-right talking point would say that, like, you know, we should deport people of, you know, mm, this ethnicity minorities. into yeah. another country. That's a, that, is a, that is an alt-right talking yeah. point. There's, you don't hear about that except for by, like, the media when they want to go and, like, interview Richard Spencer or something. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he said that. But that would be like basically has. I, I don't know. I've I've not really listened to him, but like that's that would be an alt right talking point. But like something that they said, like oh, people don't believe in uh, was it gender, like a uh, gender, but like bio- biologically, there's two gender. And that's mm. not an alt right talking point. That's a fairly mainstream Republican, even even moderate Democrat talking point. But he thinks that if you believe that there's only two genders. There's, you know, you're alt right, you're racist, you're far right, you're like a Bible thumping idiot. Like, that's they, a scientific, like, standard point of view, too. Like, it's not like a far right viewpoint. Like, that's what really upsets me is like these people, they, they assume that like everything that's not in their box is a far right talking point. They don't realize how left they are. Like, you know, maybe in certain parts of Europe that could fly, like in England, but like not. Not even just in England, because I know there's a lot of uh, particular religions that are uh, making a that are very conservative uh, philosophically, that are in England right now, that would disagree with multi-gender beliefs, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they just don't realize what the entire country is. And I mean, I don't agree with the left, but I realize what a lot of them believe. I realize a lot of them they think that abortions is a woman's issue. They think that people can identify with whatever you know, gender or genders that they feel comfortable with and they might feel comfortable with whatever they sing, weird pronouns and stuff. I, I can understand their viewpoint. I can see how people might believe in this. I mean, I don't generally believe in these things, but like I can understand where they're coming from. The left, they fundamentally do not know where the right is coming from on these yeah. sort of viewpoints. And they, they think that like the only people who don't believe in this are like crazy you know, alt-right people or, like, super religious people or, like, Amish people or, like, literal, like, hillbilly inbred people. And that's that's just, like, where it gets, it gets on my nerve because they have this, like, higher point of moral, like, moral philosophy where they think that they're better than everyone else. Like, I've talked to some yeah. of these. It wasn't even just this one guy. I, like, I've, I've seen people in real life and I've talked to them and they just, like, have such a low view of Trump supporters. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't like Hillary Clinton, but I'm not going to go and say that Hillary supporters are, like, the scum of the earth. Like, yeah. I think they're wrong, but I I don't think they're bad people necessarily. What the heck? Oh, uh-oh. Got a little, got a little phone call. <laughs> We're getting another phone call. Ooh, I don't think that's on us. All right, yeah. so that was someone else. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I didn't really see the Kanye thing too much on SNL, but I think that's wrong what they did. But I did remember seeing the uh, the Bannon on uh, Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uncle Steve was on uh, Bill Maher. Yeah, he, like, see that Bill Maher guy, he just really gets on my nerves. He's just so condescending to him. He's, he's very condescending. Like, at first he was, like, all right, but then he was, like, oh, no, you know, Trump, he's treason, and we're going to impeach him, and oh, it's just, like, I hate this, like, leftist And attitude. then he says repeatedly, he's, like, you don't honestly believe that, Steve. Between you and me, you don't believe that. I hate that argument where it's, like, you don't believe that. Can't you tell that Steve believes a lot of these things? He's been saying for, like, 20 years. I can understand, but some, like, moral like grandstanding you could be like i don't understand that or i don't believe that you believe that but steve ban is saying very you know very much the same views for this you know past 20 30 years like i i hate this like oh you don't believe that you really don't yes he does oh, dang. yeah that's 
That's some crazy stuff. Like when I when I listen to Bill Maher conversation, but I, I I could just go and tell the way that he was saying things. It's like the left; they always say, "Oh, you're trolling." Oh, you're joking. Like, not really a, that really gets to my nerves when they say that, like, everyone that doesn't believe in them is, like, a troll. They think that's the only way you could, like, unless you're, like, either mentally, you know, un unsteady or you're a troll. Like, it's just this, like, sort of uh, leftist, like, mindset where you're so much better than them. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he was just going on and on. Then, like, when he was losing an argument, like, there was a one and he just, like, completely changed topics. Yeah, like, he does right, that a lot. Right quick. Like, I don't even know why you, you go on with this guy because he's just so like um, he's he's not like genuine. He's a the only prop. thing he offers is a free speech platform for everyone. That's literally the only thing he offers. Like other leftists will try to shut you down or prevent you from coming on the show. He brought Milo on his show. He brought Steve Bannon, Ben Shapiro. You know, he that's the one thing I give Bill Maher credit is that he's sane on Islam and he's sane on free speech. But everything else, he's just your typical like far left liberal. But that's that's sad when that's like considered like good just because you let them on. Like I, I remember like ten I know, years right? ago, ten years ago that used to not be the case. Uh -huh. Ten years ago you'd actually have to like everyone would let people on. This wasn't even an issue. Now it's it's gone so far far flung. Like we've had the Overton window. It's like split off into two separate windows, and there's very few things you can like talk about. Not even biological facts in some cases. Like where you can have one person say something and not be offensive to like another group. Like it's literally like almost like it used to be where you'd have like a couple things on the very fringe of the right or the left and that you won't be able to go and talk about the general company. But like now it's gotten to the point where there's like very few things you can talk about together. And like it's like we're in two different worlds. Yeah. You know, you got the red pill and the blue pill. You got <laughs> like just the actual world and then the, the crazy world. Well, it goes back to like you were saying. I've noticed this. In my life, too, when talking to leftists, they are so, there's such a giant gap to bridge between them that they don't want to bridge. You know, I, I try to understand people. I talk to them just so that I can understand their viewpoints. I mean, I'm not going to change their mind for the most part. They're not going to change mine for the most part. But the one thing I just always hope to bring about through a conversation of people with two different beliefs is that we understand each other. I understand the other person for the most part. You know, sometimes I don't understand because they're just spouting irrational stuff. But they don't ever try to understand me as a Trump supporter. I think it's really just bizarre because they, they, they have this sort of like one line of thinking that you have to believe what the left believes. And if you don't, you're crazy, stupid, irrational, a hillbilly. Like they look down on everyone that believes differently than them. I don't look down on other people that are think differently than me. I just think sometimes they're wrong or I think they're misguided, but I don't look down on them like they're scum of the earth or they're Nazis or they're, you know, these trashy people. Because a lot of leftists are very successful people. You know, not all of them, but a lot of them. And I like to have fun and joke around and troll a bit, but that's not what my viewpoints are built upon. I believe what I believe because I've done the research and... I think it's the best, you know, boat to sail on. I agree, and and I believe the uh, <clears throat> the last or next topic. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I don't know. This is a strange, <laughs> strange world we live in today. Tommy, but, uh, Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson. Yes, uh, October twenty third. He had his trial adjourned till that date, on October twenty third. Yeah, because he went to the trial on Thursday, um, a few days ago. And we all thought he was going to go to jail. He thought he was going to go to jail. But they found out that the whole trial had been 
uh, done incorrectly, hadn't gone way, the way the procedure is supposed to go. So they they adjourned it till October 23rd. So in other words, he'll probably go to jail on October 23rd. So he's got another few days to have fun before they throw him into another torture cell. Like honestly, I think he should like escape. He should go and pull a Julian Assange and just like run to an embassy. Yeah, he might have to. He should come to America, but well, he can't because he wasn't like he was like the only legal immigrant that was like actually caught. What? Like he like came to America like years ago and like he overstayed a visa or something. Oh wow. And, well, like, I think also he's gonna stay in Britain because he honestly is fighting for Britain. Like he wants to make Britain great again. He's he's gonna end up being a martyr if he does have something like serious happen to him. Because I know they've tried before. They've had terrorists yeah. target him. They've had, like, people try to go and dump, like, sugar water on it. So, like, boiling sugar water to, like, melt his skin. It's just, like, really scary how bad the, the rest of the world is going. And this is, like, what the left wants to happen to America, where they want to, like, they had that guy from uh, that atypical show, that grandpa <laughs> dude, the father who's an actual cuckold. <laughs> like, in the, in the show, he probably is the one in real life. Oh, like, the one that was raining about Alex Jones. Yeah, and he, ran, he said, no free speech for you, Alex Jones. And it's just like, yeah, this is what the left wants for everyone. He's just such a vulgar person. Yeah. Like, all that he says is, like, uh, you know, he's using the F-bomb, and he's that's all he said. He's like, blankety-blank you, Alex Jones, you're a racist. Didn't he say, like, fuck you, you fuck or something? Yeah. Or you, fuck you, fuck. It's something really, like, bizarre, like... Like, That's all he thinks. He has a very, like, very low IQ, very low, very low brain size. He doesn't watch enough freaking Morty. <laughs> but like, no, he's he's just seriously. That's all he can think of. He's just like vulgarity, and that's like what the left has become these days. It's just like, oh, we need to. It's like the Family Guy mentality. It's like, oh, it's just gonna be more vulgar for the sake of being vulgar, not to go and be like to to prove a point or something. Yeah. We're just gonna go and use vulgarity as like a seasoning. It's gonna be like the um, what's that? What's that hipster seasoning they put on everything? Is that like little Chinese chicken sauce? What? It's got like the little spice, the sriracha. It's like the sriracha. Sriracha. It's a sriracha fill up. They're gonna use this vulgarity and everything. Like, look at the television. They have like a lot of language. A Family Guy. They use language in there, and they have just disturbing sexual scenes. Like they have every single sherry single movie. It's very hard to go and find a movie that like the whole family can watch. It's either like little kids mm. movies or it's like these like adult movies. It's like G rate or R rate. There's like no in between anymore. And I know what you mean because it's like my grandmother always mentions this. She's like everybody goes off and watches their own show. There's no family time where you're together watching something. And that's because you know you can be niche now. You can distribute things to a certain target market and that's technically more profitable for these companies so it's hard to create something that everybody likes because everybody you know has their specific thing they like and they're catering towards that instead of creating something everybody can like which is hard but it's not the same anymore because once you once you get you'll find niche stuff that you're gonna like you know you're gonna like that more than that general stuff so you have more diversity of content and you're gonna be sticking towards that but the atypical dad, I, I I really got triggered over that no free speech for you. This is the, the this is the problem right here with the left. They have become the party that is against free speech. It's not an exaggeration. It's not demeaning. They will fucking own up to it and say, yeah, we don't like free speech. We believe in hate speech laws. We believe in censorship. We believe in shutting down Alex Jones. Don't you understand that if you silence one person for something? You silence everyone. Free speech is universal. You take it away from one person, you take it away from everyone. That's how it works. And see this guy rant like this is 
really irritating because they they don't understand the principle of free speech. They don't understand that we're supposed to, you know, the founders created this amendment so that we have bad and good ideas out there and we decide which is right and we pick it and move on. You know, don't get so triggered and censor things just because you don't like them because as a subjective line, if you do they want Donald Trump writing hate speech laws? Like, that's what's so ironic with me is they hate Trump so much, but they're like, yeah, we need hate speech laws. The government needs to create hate speech laws. Well, he's just going to say F you and say, well, any speech that's critical of me is now hate speech. Oh, yeah, like he wants to go. He wouldn't do that, but you get my point. He wants to go and turn cops into a uh, protected class, which I think, if you want to go and have any protected classes, I don't think we should have protected classes. But mm-hmm. if you want to go and have them, I don't see why cops can't be part of that because they're obviously, like, uh, targeted unfairly by a bunch of other groups. And, you know, cops mess up once in a while, but I don't think, you know, we should go and have protected classes at all. And when they have this and they tell Trump we need to go and have hate speech laws, he needs to be like, okay, so you can't go and talk bad on Republicans and like cops. So I mean, this would mm. be, I mean, it'd be funny on them. I mean, in the in the long term, I think you should be able to go and talk smack on anybody. You know, that, that's yeah. kind of my viewpoint. Yeah, I'm pretty much a free speech absolutist. Where <coughs> I compromise on is that I uh, know, uh, you know, uh, hate, um, death threats. No fighting words. I mean, some defamations justified, but that's really hard to prove. But yeah, I agree. Like no doxing people. That's like my big. Yeah, thing. I don't want people to be doxed. Like they had that Maxine Waters like assistant. Yeah, apparently people. she. Yeah, Maxine Waters is people were doxing Lindsey Graham and others that spoke out and support Kavanaugh. I almost forgot about that, but yeah, like I don't like doxing. I don't like people threatening people with like credible violence threats. Like it's one thing if you're gonna say that you're gonna go and kick someone's butt. It's another thing if, like, you're like, I'm going to go and find your house and do this to you and, like, do this to your, you know, your, your kids. I think that your your family should be out of it. And I don't think you should be able to falsely accuse people of things either. Yeah, because that's, we were talking about that in the meeting, which is that, and I don't think people understood the question because people were being a little too emotional. And I was trying to explain it to them. But when Mikey asked, basically, like, should we allow people to be able to make false accusations so easy because the problem with it is that like with Kavanaugh, you can ruin somebody's life with it when you can't prove it one way or another. It's very hard to prove a negative. Should you be allowing false accusations like this? And that doesn't mean we're going to censor it or anything, but should it be kept private? Should it be revealed to the public? Like, what are we going to do about this? Because people's lives are getting ruined from it. I mean, the Duke lacrosse team's a perfect example. Kavanaugh is a perfect example. So I find it very troubling that we're becoming, we're in an era where the left is weaponizing uh, sexual assault allegations to ruin people's lives, to stop people that they don't like. Is it going to get worse after this? Probably because they're realizing it works. It worked, uh, you know, with uh, Roy Moore, even though those were, I think, had more way more credibility and they were probably true. But with Kavanaugh, the truthfulness is very low these allegations but they're not going to stop him he's going to get nominated anyway but they know that this is a very emotional very powerful tactic uh i don't know what the next step is except they're just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until they take somebody down and then they're going to keep doing it until they take more people down it's a very dangerous game we're playing here well, i agree but um yeah, many last words on this whole thing, 
Uh, I think he's high. He's pretty good covering on that whole Kavanaugh situation <laughs> and these other issues. Yeah, we were supposed to be talking about Tommy, but we kind of diverted. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I've already, I think we've talked about a little bit of this before. Like, he's meeting us in a jail. I'm not too familiar on this newest incident. I just know that, you know, he's probably one of the last big hopes for Breton. Yeah, he, he's a. I'd say he's one of the bravest, if not the bravest, like right wing advocate or activist, because this guy is putting his life on the line every day. People are always flinging literal shit at him and threatening him and trying to attack him. I remember like Six Antifa tried to attack him, but he like took him on. Like Ooh. it was pretty badass. Like I should show you that video. Six Antifa versus one British boy. Who would yeah, win. yeah, who would win? One Tommy versus Six Antifa. Um, but that, that he impresses me what he does and he's very brave. You know, most, I don't think there's any other right wing activist has gone to jail for their views, but this guy is, I mean, it's called cause Britain's so cucked that they can actually throw you in jail for these things, but nothing really compares to what this guy is doing. And I just, I always talk about him cause nobody in the mainstream media is talking about this. Nobody on Fox or on CBS or CNN or MSNBC are talking about it. And if they do, they talk about it for five seconds and move on. Even though it's one of the biggest stories um, that's happening right now. I agree. Do you have to go for that phone call? <laughs> uh, I'm really, I, I think we probably did a good portion yeah. of the talks today. The talks, yeah, we're around 40 minutes in. So this is a shorter Real news today, a lower energy one too. I apologize. I was good thing we recorded a cabinet thing when we were higher energy. <laughs> I got to sleep on the floor, so <laughs> yeah, he Not slept on my floor. <coughs> but anyways, you know, I'm dying. In, you know, tune in next week. Hopefully, we'll have a little better luck, especially since like there won't be. Is there gonna be like a big football game again next week? I don't think so. I'll have to check, but. <sighs> That's the only problem for time slots of football season. But if you want to see real news and high energy with honest and fun political talk, tune in every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the line, 90.7 FM, to listen to our broadcast and even call into the show or join the Discord server and chat with us. It's done in association with Versa, but it's a fun program that we do. And we also have our other friends. And Mikey will be in in studio now since he... Has a uh, mobile. A mobile. Form of transportation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Mikey mobile. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I have nothing else to say, really. Like, just nothing has happened except Kavanaugh. Because every other news story has been literally, like, held off till ne- I mean, next Sargon week. Sargon did his, like, I mean, that's probably another topic. Yeah. What's been going on with Sargon and that whole Killstream controversy? Yeah, but... Killstream literally just kills careers. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't like it now because it's that's like why they call it the Killstream. It just it just brings up drama, like unnecessary drama. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a whole another topic. But yeah, drama. One really call that super uh, newsworthy. Newsworthy. Yeah. Well, what he was alluding to is that Sargon's basically taking a break. I think he's working heavily with UKIP now and. Balancing that with YouTube has been a lot of time commitment. Oh, yeah, and he had that whole thing with YouTube, or not YouTube, with UKIP, where, like, they had his uh, sayings, like, with, uh, there is some, like, weird things about, like, the kids, like, the age of consent conversation he had on Oh, there. he said nothing wrong there. That was basically what... I know, but Like, they're, they're doing the thing with, like, what they did to Milo. Yeah. Even though Milo, like, he had some, like, bad wording in some of it, but, like... But then he did say some things. He said, you're acting like... 
you know, certain words. Oh, yeah, that I know, but to me, that's nothing. Like, I know, but you, people you say that on the internet a lot. You people can't be saying that. I think on here on now, he can't say it. Like, but it's, it's they're gonna pull it out, they're gonna pull out the you wouldn't even rape me thing, I mean, which is funny. I mean, they already kind of talked about that. And I think they like mentioned that as well. Like, there's a whole thing of things that he has said, which. I don't know. That's I'm not sure. I think, but we gotta realize we're in a post-Trump world where I think, in the right circumstances with the right person at the right time, like bad shit you said in the past or like gray area shit or stuff that's just not really that bad, but people can make it look bad, isn't gonna matter, you know? Because you have a following, you have policies and passion that people care about. I don't think it matters anymore. At least not now. In America, I agree. In England, I'm not sure. In other yeah, that's countries, true. Yeah, because England's know. a strange place. They don't have, free, they don't have they freedom don't. of speech. They literally don't. Look at Tommy. They don't have freedom of speech in England. They don't have freedom of speech in Europe. They're trying to get Le Pen, you know, put in the pen. <laughs> or, you know, like uh, incitement to hatred or something like that. Like, they, they're not free countries. Yeah. They literally put Tommy in for breach of the peace. Well, they, they do. What the they, fuck does that mean? They have that in the United States, too. It's like they just don't use it for that sort of thing, usually. Well, they said, like, his contempt of court, which is technically the charge. Breach of peace was, like, the violation, and they charged him with contempt of court. Like, they were saying that that's something like, it's like a parking ticket. Yeah. You pay it, you move on. Or if you don't pay it, you know, you fucking, you know, don't get, you get, like, a slap on the wrist no matter what. But with this, he was thrown in jail for months. He was sentenced for... What, 18 months, I think, was his sentence? And he got off early because they found such a kangaroo court? I mean, it's really crazy. Yep, England's uh, not as free as people think it was. America's the best country. Changed my mind. Just because of free speech alone. Yep, but, uh, yeah, I think that's about... Yep, that's... I think we've yabbered on enough. We've done a decent bit. A decent <laughs> video today, but, yeah, take... Take a look uh, next week, and we'll, we'll have some more interesting stuff. Until then, it's uh, Alex is signing out. <laughs> yeah, I'm signing off, too. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news.